Hello, everyone. I'm Terry Barr. Welcome to Pennywise Podcast, a great way for you to find your savings tips. Every single week we do a new episode, and it is from Lee Enterprises. Happy to have here with me today, Kelly Ann Smith. Now, Kelly is a consumer finance reporter with Forbes Advisor. We're talking about the giving season today. Yes, everybody wants to give, including to organizations and nonprofits. But how do you know if you're doing the right thing and choosing the right organizations or nonprofits? Kellyanne's going to help us uh, sort of weave our way through this. Thanks so much, Kellyanne. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So I saw a statistic indicating more people are going to want to donate this year than they probably did in the last year or so. So what does that mean for people? Where do we begin in trying to make sure that we're doing it the right way and to the right organization? Yeah. So the end of the year, like you said, is when people start giving the most. And it's really important that consumers do their research before they donate somewhere. There are thousands of charities out there, of course, um, but you really need to make sure that you are gifting your your money, your donation um, to a legitimate charity. So there are a few tools out there, thankfully, that kind of simplify that process for the consumer. Oh, that's really good to hear. At least we know there's somewhere you can double check to be sure that that hard-earned money is going to the right place. How do you, first of all, and you've put together some terrific tips for all of us. So how do you, first of all, choose which kind of maybe nonprofit or organization you want to support? Yeah, well, you can start off by doing your own research. Um, You can start with a Google search or you can head to the IRS and they have um, a database of tax exempt organizations where you can search through that as well. Um, But it really starts with you thinking about the cause um, or the mission that's most important to you. And then um, you can go from there. So if you maybe wanna donate somewhere in your local community, you can search via where you're located. Um, But if you're looking to maybe donate to something on a national scale, that's when it can get a little more tricky. So then, There are really great resources out there that uh, there are these giant databases where they put in a ton of data about charities. Um, Charity Navigator is one of them. And what's really cool about them is they kind of rank uh, charities based on, you know, what they're doing with your money, um, their transparency, their mission, um, how much they pay the CEO, kind of all of these different criteria to give it basically a score. And so the higher the score, the more, um, you know, your money is going to be going toward the actual, the cause instead of, you know, maybe some overhead costs or something like that. Yeah. those, Those databases are really helpful and they really simplify the process for the consumer. That is so great to know because you wonder sometimes, is this legitimate? Am I doing the right thing? And it is great to have these resources to be able to double check. And honestly, some of the things you said that we can you know, find out, uh, Charity Navigator, maybe some other ones, that's pretty revealing. I would think that would make people feel a lot better about who and why they're giving. Yeah, definitely. Um, Charity Navigator is one of them. GuideStar is another one. And then another really good thing about these these databases is if you're not really sure where you want to donate, they they kind of compile these hot topics lists of, you know, top charities for a certain cause. So 
um, you know, when uh, the Afghan refugee crisis happened, um, you know, they had long lists of charities that were supporting that cause. Um, so it, it's really a great kind of tool that you can navigate. You can kind of make it your own as well, depending on where you're at in your search. Okay, so Charity Navigator and GuideStar, and it sounds like it's simple enough that you can just Google to find those websites and from there plug in what you're looking for. I I love the idea of giving from your heart, but still using your head to make sure that it's a smart donation. That's terrific. What about, um, and we're seeing a lot of this um, all throughout the year, but again, right now, probably a little more so crowdfunding sites how can we know these are legitimate yeah so crowdfunding can be a little tricky because you know there's a lot of platforms out there now that enable them um you know originally it was just gofundme but i mean i'm pretty sure you can start crowdfunding even on facebook now right so Mm -hmm. i wouldn't necessarily deter people away from contributing to crowdfunding but there's just some things you need to be aware of before you do for instance um you should probably know the person who's doing the fundraiser, you know, if it's going directly towards someone. And also you just, you need to just keep in mind that some of these platforms take a pretty significant percentage fee to process your donation. Ah. So not all of your money is going to be going toward that cause, you know, okay. um, the, the processing fee can be as much as 5% sometimes. So you just Ooh. really need to look into that before making the decision to contribute to crowdfunding. But at the same time, you know, don't let that deter you because definitely during the pandemic, a lot of people have had to rely on those for, you know, raising money to, for day-to-day expenses. So yeah. if that's something you want to make an impact on a small scale for one individual, it can be a really great tool, but just be aware that maybe all of your money might not be going directly to them. Have you heard of scams through this as well? You know, just you don't want to frighten anybody, but at the same time, it's always good to sort of do the uh, beware. Have scams happen through these crowdfunding sources? Yeah, I mean, there have been stories about people raising a ton of money for, you know, saying it's for their small business or medical bills, and then they get caught going out and gambling with it or something. (laughs) I mean, there's always that risk. Absolutely. But um, it kind of just goes back to using your head. Like, do you know this person? Is this person trustworthy? Or is it maybe a small organization that is um, running the crowdfunding campaign? Uh, So yeah, those are just a few things to keep in mind. There will always be bad apples, but it's all about, you know, the consumer using their, their brains and their smarts to kind of try and not get themselves in that situation. Absolutely. We need to use our brains for sure. Even though I know, again, it's coming from your heart, but sometimes you have to slow down a little bit and do this uh, kind of research. You know, uh, one of the other ideas you have, and I love this because if you're not sure about who you want to donate to or support, what about instead shopping local? Your money's going directly to these small businesses then. How does this work and why is that a good option? Yeah, well, during the pandemic, small businesses were greatly affected by COVID. Right. Um, we all know that with all the social distancing measures, you know, when the economy basically shut down, small businesses were severely impacted. And 
a lot of them are still recovering. Um, they're still trying to make their way back up to pre-pandemic levels in terms of sales, revenue, things like that. So if you want to help out your community, a great thing to do would just maybe, you know, go to your local bakery, go to your local restaurant, sit and have a meal, make a donation if they're accepting them, things like that, that can really make a big impact. You know, in this time of year, there's so many craft fairs and things like that, too, that you can get right in there and buy some great locally made gifts. And you're supporting these uh, local artisans as well. So that's a great idea. Um, What about conscious gift giving? This is something that I am really curious about. How how do you explain this to people? Yeah, well... The holidays are definitely a time for all of us to get together, share our gratitude for each other, but it's also kind of turned into this mass consumerism chaos time of year, so to say, you know, with Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and truthfully, a lot of people are kind of getting burned out from that. Um, They're (laughs) getting kind of tired of the doorbusters and, you know, sales that aren't really sales. And, um, for the people who maybe want to take a step back and kind of reevaluate, you know, how much they're spending, what they're mm-hmm. purchasing, and not just giving a gift just to give it. So conscious gifting, it's a, this concept of picking one thing that is maybe very, very um, thoughtful, well-intentioned, maybe one gift for one person and um, giving them that. And it also can Um, So conscious gifting, it's kind of, you know, an entire mindset that people can uh, embrace during the holidays. And it just really, it's about taking a step back from, you know, just swiping the card and buying all the gifts and making sure the Christmas tree is full of presents and really just focusing on getting back to what's important during the holidays. And that's, you know, the intention of being together and sharing gratitude, gratitude for each other. That just sounds wonderful, warm and giving, and just really putting that thought into it. I like it. Thank you. <laughs> That's a great idea. You know, we, we also have this idea of, um, you know, following up on the tax benefits of making a donation. Um, why should we be pondering that, or at least probably being ready to know a little bit more about that as we go into getting ready for taxes? Yeah, so anybody can deduct up to $300 for single filers or $600 for um, married couples filing jointly. They can deduct those amounts um, of a charitable contribution from their taxes, regardless of if they take the standard deduction or not. So usually you can only deduct if you are um, deducting more than the standard deduction amount. Um, But the CARES Act put in this special provision to kind of help people out. So even if you are taking the standard deduction, you still get to itemize your charitable giving. Uh So that's really good. That can help lower people's overall tax bill. But the one important thing to know is that it's only for cash contributions. So if you're going and donating clothes to Goodwill and you get a receipt or something, that doesn't count. Oh, wow. Only cash and up to 600 for a couple, 300 for a single person. Yes. Okay. Wow. So what would you say, bottom line, takeaway from all of this for people who are still trying to figure out what do I do? Who do I support? Um, Do I go to a local business? Do I do a donation to a nonprofit? What should people be uh, considering and thinking about? 
Well, I would just say that take some time to really figure out what type of cause you want to donate to, what kind of mission you believe in, and then take it from there. If you want to help out your local community, go shop local. Like you said, go to go to a craft market, go to a, a <laughs> food fair, help out those people, you know, those super small micro businesses, help them get back on their feet again. If you want to maybe go on a larger scale, donate yeah. to a national cause or an international cause, um, then start doing your research, start looking at legitimate charities. And you can do that either through the IRS or you can use some of those databases we mentioned earlier that mm -hmm. will help you determine which one um, will be the best in terms of how much of your money, your donation is going towards the actual mission. Right. And then the last thing that I would say is just to be smart about it. Make sure you uh, do your research before you donate. And if you decide to take a step back and embrace conscious gifting, um, I think that's a really great way to uh, celebrate the holiday season as well. And what a different way to do it too, if you've not done a gift in that way. I, I think that's terrific. And, and one more thing, back to the taxes, Kellyanne, I, I'm assuming if you're going to donate, you want to use the cash you've donated as a write-off for next year. You got to do it by the end of this month, correct? Yes, that's okay. correct. So you have until the last day of <laughs> December. And you want to make sure that you get that receipt with the date um, and you need to keep it for your records for okay. when you file next year. Boy, and the time is flying, isn't it? <laughs> it's already December. I know. Oh my gosh. Kelly Ann Smith, consumer finance reporter with Forbes Advisor. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Yeah. And again, you are listening to the Pennywise Podcast. I'm Terry Barr, your host with Lee Enterprises. And don't forget, we put out a new episode every single Thursday to try and help you save money. Thanks for listening this time. We'll see you next time.